Welcome to the Honor the Gift Podcast. I am your host, Art McCracken. I specialize in transformational leadership and high-performance coaching. I've worked with hundreds of companies and thousands of individuals along the way, helping them achieve greater outcomes in all aspects of their life. I'm a speaker and writer, but at the end of the day, none of that holds a candle to being a husband, father, and friend. I believe the greatest gift in our mortal existence is the gift of choice. How we honor that gift will shape the eternities. I also believe that career is a way of being and not just a way of life. And when you figure that out, by learning to let go of the charades and leaning into growth, life just seems to unlock itself. I know this because I've lived it. Quite simply, my calling is people experience living true. Thank you for being here. Thank you for making the commitment to lean into growth. I honor your journey. Now, let's do this. Hello, friends, and welcome to another weekly episode. In this week's episode, the topic of our conversation is just one day. What does that mean? I'm going to share with you some thoughts about how we might win the day, and that is by committing ourselves to the habits and creating a level of intentionality about what we plan to accomplish in a day and what is our way of being. What commitments are we honoring to ourselves and to others along that way? How are we managing our time? So there are a lot of things that come up with that topic or that notion. A few questions as well. One of those questions might be, what's essential today and what's attractive? What are some of the things that by habit I give way to? And so another question that arises would be, how many activities am I taking on with the intention of being seen by someone else? or trying to please someone else. When we do this, a lot of times we'll give way to continuing in our life to always do something that's away from or by habit avoiding the very things that we're trying to accomplish in our own lives. So an example of one of those major distractions or that can be a distraction is our inbox, our email inbox, or our social media messaging inbox, or our text feed. I love this notion. I I can't remember who it was that shared it with me or where I heard it, but it was this. Your email inbox, or your inbox, if you will, is somebody else's agenda. If you think about that in reality, it is. Our feeds, whether it be an email that comes over to us, or a text message, or an instant message from somebody on social media, it's usually an outreach from somebody asking something of us. Maybe it wasn't something that was initiated by us, but there's plenty of distractions found there. How often do we immediately respond to that message or feel this pressure and urgency around responding to that message? And so just remember that your inbox is somebody else's agenda. So if we're going to be intentional about our day, we might have to govern the amount of time and energy that we spend on somebody else's agenda versus the things that we're trying to accomplish and move forward in our life. So in owning our day, one of the things that that we can do, and one thing that I do personally is I have a specific morning routine. And that morning routine consists of a few things. One is I get up early, usually around 5.30. And as soon as I get dressed, go to the bathroom, brush my teeth, I get out the door immediately and I go on a walk. That's to get my blood flow and get my body moving. It's not a very long walk. It's usually about a half an hour to 40 minutes. As soon as I get done, I have my books, my journal already set out, some water. Start to drink water right away. 
I spend time in my journal, writing down things that I'm grateful for, reviewing some of my notes and learnings that I've had just through the, the period of time, maybe in a couple days before that or weeks before that, just reviewing some of the inspiration that I've had along the way. And then I'll immerse myself uh, through some quiet meditation as well as some prayer, and then I'll spend time in some learning and development, either reading or listening to something that is something by purpose that I've put into my agenda to become better with. And so that's my morning routine. When I do it, my day goes really well. When I don't, I feel it. And I get behind and I feel like I'm in more of a reactive mode. By doing that, I've committed a block of time that's dedicated to a very specific purpose. Time blocks is a tool and resource that we can use just to be more intentional with our own time throughout the day. And so we might create a time when we do respond to outreach in a specific level in our life. Maybe it's emails or social messages. Maybe I decide I'm going to go spend a half an hour of my day right here working on one of our passion projects. Maybe I have an hour that I'm spending with somebody specifically in the day that I had set that in my calendar. Again, is our day intentional or is it reactive? And we, t- we naturally time block some things in our lives already. Time block sleep, kind of about the same time every day. And sometimes we get off of that time block. It's In general, it's something that we've committed ourselves to. Meal times tend to be blocked out for us. We've consistently you know, go to lunch at noon or whenever that might be, have breakfast at a certain time. And so by the nature of our being and how we've been raised or the experiences we've had in our life, we create certain times of our day to do different things. As we're intentional about the results that we seek in our life, there is an opportunity to protect your time. And I've heard it said before that if you want to see what somebody is going to accomplish in their life and how important their goals or aspirations or projects are that they say they're working on or that they want to have happen in their life, look at their calendar. And if their calendar has specific time that's protected by intention to get them to where they want to go, they'll accomplish it. If nothing's on their calendar or it's not scheduled to help them make promises and keep to get them closer to where they want to go, it won't happen. And so if you want to see somebody that's going to be successful with what they set out to do, look at their calendar and it will show you if they're practicing a level of intentionality that can get them to that place. Hello, friends. Thank you for tuning in. Hope you're enjoying this week's episode. If growth, personal growth and development is your thing and you're here learning and leaning into growth, glad you're here, glad you're part of the community. If you want more of this, make sure and hit subscribe in this podcast platform or any of your favorite podcast platforms. Search for Honor the Gift podcast and make sure and subscribe so that it shows up each week with new updates, new conversations, new learning, new ideas and concepts, again, to help us all in this journey we call growth and how we make it through life and the way that we show up for others. Also, if you are looking for more information, deeper dives into some of these conversations, And just an update to stay in the loop, you can always go to choiceisthegift.com and click on subscribe where you'll be in the loop on things that are upcoming and more updates on this podcast. Again, thank you for being here. Now let's get back to the episode. A couple quotes I want to share with you in this episode. One is by Keith Cunningham. 
He said, growth is what you say yes to. Success is what you say no to. Another one from Robin Sharma. Every time you resist temptation and pursue optimization, you invigorate in yourself heroism. So the avoidance that is found when we multitask, if you're not familiar with multitasking or you hear people talking about multitasking as one of their skill sets, I promise you that multitasking is not a skill that I want to continue to develop in my life. Every time I'm multitasking, that means I'm not giving all of my time and attention and resources to one specific thing to give it the very best chance of success. That could be in the relationships in my life. That could be on projects that I'm working on. It could be with uh, a specific activity that I'm engaged in. Don't allow yourself to get sucked into the trap that multitasking is the way you need to live your life. I say that from personal experience because I don't do very good with that. By habit, I tend to multitask more than I am present. So it's something that I'm continuing to work on myself. Be with your stuff. What I mean by that is be willing to admit where you're falling short, places that you've identified that you need to work on. And in being with your stuff, slow down enough to be present to the things that must change in your life. Let go of the self-imposed or chosen distractions or habits that we've created in our life so that we can clear the window and face the opportunities of growth and change to help us get to a place that we want to be. Recognize that there will be trade-offs in our life. If I want to become more healthy and strong, that means I'm going to have to make some trade-offs if I've created some habits of poor eating, poor physical activity, or less than the desired inputs to get the outputs that I seek. So be willing to admit that there are going to be trade-offs in your life. If you want to become better in one thing, you're going to have to give some time and resource from something else to that effort. Again, it's to to give yourself the opportunity to be fully present and committed to that thing. That doesn't mean that we can't try to balance things out in our life, but just recognize there will be trade-offs, and that's okay as long as we are intentional about the results that we desire. I'd like to share one last thing. I had a good friend, Bill Banta, a great guy. He shared something on his social feed not too long ago that was from the Proctor Gallagher Institute. It was the seven habits that are wasting your time. And as I look at this list, there are things that come up for me personally. But I want to share those seven things because I think it will resonate with this whole notion of just one day, and, and how am I going to own my day? What are the things that I need to be aware of that I can start to curb or create new habits around? So he shared seven habits that are wasting your time. Number one, worrying about what people will say. We spend time all too often doing or not doing something because we feel like it will strengthen or weaken a relationship. Number two, we spend time complaining. Complaining is not solution-based. It usually perpetuates the problem. It focuses us on something of no value. And it actually engages other people and their time and resources to be in dialogue, again, about what's not working, who's not doing what. We don't invest our time and energy in producing a solution. So that's another place that tends to waste our time. Number three is trying to please everybody. I think that's intuitive. We are in reactive mode when we're in that that space and place. Number four, comparing yourself to others. Again, kind of in that vein of, of wasteful time, in comparison, 
we get trapped because we try to figure out, well, why am I not there? Some comparison or some benchmarking might be useful if it's given us if it's giving us some form of, of data or information that is relative to the goals that we've already set for ourselves, but there is a trap in comparing yourself. It can uh, certainly, again, waste your time. Number five, perfectionism. We know that perfectionism or the quest for, for perfection is inefficient and expensive. Perfection is not something that we will achieve in this life. In fact, we're created to be uh, in this life imperfect beings having an imperfect experience. So the quest for perfection, again, is somewhat of a time waste. Number six, lack of priorities. Again, I think that's fairly intuitive that when we lack intentionality and we lack specificity, we tend to wander. Number seven is the fear of failure. And we can talk ourselves out of pursuing something that we desire, something that we believe will bring new light into our life by just the fear and the doubts that start to, again, create a story in our life. And so I give you those seven habits that may be wasting our time just with this notion again. If we can just own one day, give yourself one day to give your very best, create a great morning routine, spend the night before or the day before mapping out how this next day will be your very best day. Be intentional about it. Block your time. Preload or front load the decisions that you'll make when certain things come up throughout the day that might take you off track. But give yourself, give your, your highest level of presence your greatest intentionality, your clearly defined tasks and and processes and items that you'll be working on and spending your time on throughout that day and see what happens. What's interesting is when we pledge ourselves to becoming better, when we make a promise and we keep it to ourselves, we honor our life. We honor those around us by giving ourselves to something that will make a difference. Look at your day, identify, am I doing something today that's going to get me closer to where I want to be? That intentionality and owning the day will get you great results in your life. Remember that growth is always a choice. Until next week, my friends, make it a great one. And remember to always honor the gift.